I just love being outside. There's so many things to do this time of the year. I don't want to spend a lot of time cooking. And that's why I love Factors. No prep, no mess meals. Head to Factormeals.com slash Bands50 and use the code Bands50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Bands50 at Factormeals.com slash Bands50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. At one time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. Do you find yourself roaming around your mansion, thinking of ways to sabotage your ex? I'm not admitting to anything, but if I did find myself obsessed with vengeance, I'd listen to Audible, a wonderful way to redirect yourself. Simply go to www.restless.com dashshores.com and click on the audible link for a free 30-day trial. Welcome to our program. Previously on Restless Shores, Gamote Point Police Chief Agnes Brody and her young protege, Officer Kowalski, worked together and in secret to build a case against notorious Russian gangster Ivan Bulgakov. In today's episode, their efforts appear to be coming to fruition as they lie in wait for their prey to show up at the docks and receive a massive shipment of drugs from Russia. Let's listen in. Can we turn the heat on? No. But it's cold. An unattended car running in an otherwise empty parking lot? That's suspicious. An unattended car doing nothing in an otherwise empty parking lot? Not suspicious. Here endeth the lesson. Isn't it suspicious to have two people sitting in a car that's not running in an otherwise empty parking lot, not doing anything? Tinted windows. Oh, yeah. You sure Bulgakov said 1.30? You heard the tape yourself. It's not actually on any physical tape. It's a digital file. Don't play semantics with me, Chief Brody. Go over the plan with me again. We've gone over it a million times already. Humor an old lady. Oh, you're not old, Chief. I knew there was a reason I liked you. Let's go over it again. At 1.30 a.m., a ship from Russia called the Demeter is scheduled to arrive in port. Now, every ship arriving in port must have a date and time entry in the harbormaster's log, but there's no entry for the Demeter. There's no manifest, nothing on any schedule. As far as the world is concerned, the ship doesn't exist. But it's going to be here. You're sure? Ivan Bulgakov is sure. And he trusts you? He trusts me to do what I'm told if I want to pay off my debt to him and keep living. And what have you been told to do? You know all this, Chief. We've been over it and over it. It helps calm my nerves to go over it again. So, let's go over it again. (sighs) I'm supposed to make sure I'm the one who's patrolling near the harbor between 1 and 2. And I'm supposed to personally take and dispatch calls that might happen to come in during that window and make sure that no activity relating to the Demeter or its contents gets reported to anyone. And I'm supposed to make sure that all security and traffic cams in the area are disabled between 1 and 2. Do you know how to disable a traffic cam? Are you serious? Not by myself. And you're sure he said 1.30? Chief. Sorry, sorry. I just want to get this over with. I know, me too. Man, can you believe we're about to take down Ivan freaking Bogakov? Don't count your chickens, Kowalski. 
What? I said don't count your chickens. What's that supposed to mean? Who's, who's counting chickens? It's an expression. You know, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Why would I count chickens if all I got are eggs? I mean, what, what, what if some of them are hard-boiled? That's exactly the point of the expression. Well, I have never heard of it. It's a very common expression. Whatever. Where is he, anyway? It's not 1.30. And where's the ship, the Demeter? It's not 1.30. Well, what time is it, anyway? Not 1.30. You're no help at all. Did you know that? The ship will get here when it gets here. Ivan Bogakov will get here when he gets here. Until then, all we can do is wait. When did you get so sensible? I had a good teacher, ma'am. Don't you dare call me ma'am. You just said I wasn't old. Roger that, chief. I can't believe that of all the terrible things Ivan Bogakov has done, he's finally going down on drug charges. Now who's counting chickens? No, we got him. With this massive drug acquisition, there's going to be a massive exchange of cash. So, we got him. Yeah, that's how they got Frank Lucas. Who? He was a major drug trafficker in Harlem in the 60s and 70s. The feds were after him for years, and they finally got him when a raid on his house turned up half a million dollars in cash. Denzel Washington played him in the movie. Who do you think will play Bulgakov in the movie? I'm more worried about who's going to play me. Got anyone in mind? I was thinking Timothy Chalamet. I don't know who that is. Huh? Maybe you are old. Watch it, Kowalski. Of course, it's not always so dramatic bringing down the big mobsters. They got Al Capone for income tax evasion. Yeah, I saw the movie. There's a movie? You're joking with me, right? Uh, no. I've been calling the two of us the Untouchables. Yeah? The Untouchables is the name of a movie and also a TV show all about the cops who took down Al Capone. Oh! Anyway, Ivan Bogakov pays his taxes fair and square. The sources of the income he reports may be wildly fictitious, but he pays his taxes just the same. There are all kinds of ways to take down a gangster. Machine Gun Kelly they got on kidnapping charges. He snatched some oil tycoon in 1933, even collected the ransom in full. But this was one year after they passed the Lindbergh Law, which made kidnapping a federal offense, and they got him on that. He was the first one ever convicted under the law. You know a lot about how gangsters were taken down. I watch a lot of documentaries. Interesting. When I go home at night, the last thing I want to do is think about crime. John Dillinger was shot dead by the cops in 1933 outside a Chicago movie theater. That's the way a lot of them went back in the day, gunned down by law enforcement. Babyface Nelson, Pretty Boy Floyd, Bonnie and Clyde. Either that or they'd get taken out by their rivals. Bugsy Siegel, Carmen Galante, Albert Anastasia. It's a bit dangerous. Well, I hope it doesn't go down like that with Bulgakov. I want that bastard to have a good long prison sentence. Oh, he will. These days, that's how it happens mostly. Either they turn state's evidence like Henry Hill and Sammy the Bull Gravano. Which won't work for Bulgakov, because there's no one higher for him to turn on. Exactly. The bosses are the ones who get ratted out, like Paul Vario and John Gotchi. That's the way to do it now. Get the underlings to flip. Except none of Bulgakov's underlings could ever be persuaded to turn on him. Yes! And why do you think this is? Well, you know what happened to Peter. What the hell? I am in back seat this whole time, yes? 
crouched down on floor. I must say it speaks poorly of Gamot Point Police Department that neither of you bothers to check back seats area before getting in car. What are you doing here, Vaughn? You actually think I trust this child you so clumsily sent in to infiltrate operation? Surely you know I am not idiot. I know this boy would sooner betray his own mother than his chief. But what about the Demeter? What about the drug shipment? Idiot! There is no Demeter. Demeter is ship that brings Count Dracula to England in Bram Stoker's novel. Do either of you not read books? It doesn't matter, Yvonne. We've got you. There's a recording of you talking about your big drug deal. You mean non-existent drug deal? (laughs) And just who have you shared this recording with? No one, right? After you are dead, it is simple matter for me to retrieve incriminating tape. It's not actually on any physical tape, it's a digital file. Did you say after we're dead? Step out of car, but first both of you. Very carefully, with two fingers, please, unholster service weapons and place them on dashboard. Do this very, very slowly. But... Better do as he says, Kowalski. You know I didn't disable the security camera in this lot like you asked me to. Well, don't tell him that. It is okay, Chief Brody. I already know. I have been listening to entire conversation, remember? I must say, it has been most amusing to me. And not to worry, Officer Kowalski, I did disable cameras in area. Oh. Now then, guns on dashboard, if you please. Thank you. You do this very well, really. Now step out of car, do it slowly. Goodbye, Chief Brody. Agnes! Do not worry, Officer Kowalski. You are next. Ivan Bulgakov. This is the FBI. Drop your weapon and step out of the vehicle with your hands up. Sukhansin. Gosh, it took him long enough. What is this? You just shot a police officer, Ivan. This whole car is wired for picture and sound. We got it all, and you're going down. Ivan Bugakov, step out of the car with your hands up. Better do as he says, Ivan. You are alive? Bulletproof vest. Very high tech. My new friends in the FBI loaned it to me. I don't believe this. Well, you better start believing. And you better get out of the car. Right now. And that's how they got Bogakov. Have Chief Brody and Officer Kowalski really done it? Do they really have enough to take down Ivan Bogakov? Will the charges against him stick? Tune in next time to Restless Shores. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to leave a review. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Greg Tulinen and Drew Massey and directed by Tom Hinton. Officer Kowalski was played by Oliver Rhodes. 
Chief Brody was played by Katrina Luf. Ivan Bogakov was played by Anton Antolinsky. The FBI agent was played by Chris Hall. I'm Chris Newcomb. Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non-commercial use of listeners. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless. <laughs>